Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. I'm Agata. And today we have, excuse me, I have a <laughs> sore throat. Today we have an extra special guest. He is a writer and the host of podcasts such as Doughboys and How Did This Get Played? He's also our podcast daddy. It's Nick Weiger. <laughs> wow. I know that was going to be part of the intro. I'm sorry about your throat, though. Boy, what, when, you, when you're talking as a profession and you got a sore throat, it's the worst thing in the world. It really yeah. is yeah. the worst thing. I, she lost her voice screaming at a basketball game. Like, <laughs> very on brand for her. I've had a cold for a while. I had it before Christmas. And then my sister and her husband took me to a son's game while I was in Arizona. Oh, how fun. And we were just screaming our little hearts out. That's so cute. Yelling at <laughs> Kelly Oubre. <laughs> Demanding he remove his shorts. Yeah. <laughs> Pull your shorts down. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and the next morning, I had no voice. Wow. And it's, I've slowly worked back to this. <laughs> Who were the Suns playing? The Nuggets. Oh, got it. It was a really good game, actually. It was the Monday before Christmas, and it was so close. The right. Suns almost won. This is like the story of this season. They, they almost, almost won. won. <laughs> They're uh, they're very watchable this year. Yeah, they're very they are an entertaining team for sure. And they're and yeah, just like the it seemed like they were going to be a fringe playoff team. Maybe they still will be, but it's uh, they've had, they've had a rough, some rough stretches. Yeah, Booker was out, mm-hmm. and I he's been sort of like injured off and on with Aiton and his drug issues. Right. <laughs> uh, you mean his pee issues? His pee issues. <laughs> his need to pee. <laughs> Um, I feel like we have to explain what podcast daddy <laughs> means. Basically, Nick has been extremely supportive and nice of our show. So you, you you've given re- us so much advice. Yeah, you reach out with nice things. So we really appreciate it. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, I'm happy to be acknowledged in some way. I don't feel like I have anything to do with your guys' success, but but I'll I'll take it. Um, but yeah, th- thank you very much. Thanks yeah. for thanks for having me back. Of course, of course. This, we had you like this time last year. I think exactly the same time of year. Yes, we did. And actually, that that does bring me to one thing. And I'm not sure if we're going to get to this later, but last year I didn't realize that I was supposed to come in hot with all star picks, and I made an ass of myself. <laughs> I was so unprepared. I completely, I like forgot Anthony Davis was in the league. Like I just like, I had such a bad, I did such a bad job. We surprised you with that. Yeah. That yeah, was our fault. No, that's yeah. not your fault. It's totally fine. I should be prepared. I should know that. I should understand that, that all-star voting is open and I should be conscious of, of who's in the league and who's good. Yeah. Um, so I feel like I'm in, I'm in better shape this year. If we do want to do that again, let's talk yeah, about let's it. Let's go okay. into it. So I would say here's the big issue with the ballot uh-huh. uh, in the, East, they don't have Jimmy Butler as a guard. He's only eligible as a forward. So it makes you, it makes it a little bit tricky because your, my ballot would be uh, Bradley Beal and Jimmy Butler in the backcourt and then Pascal Siakam, Giannis and Embiid in the frontcourt. However, because of Butler, it becomes, it comes down to, I feel like he's got to be in there, especially with Siakam's going to, going to miss so many games and and Miami's just really overperforming. Although Toronto's overperforming too. I I think I I would swap out, uh, I'd swap out Siakam for for Jimmy Butler, but then it becomes the issue is in the backcourt, I have a personal rule of no Celtics because I hate the team. 
So it can't be Kemba Walker. So then it's like, I guess it's Trey Young, even oh, though he's he him like Beal is putting up garbage st- or is he's putting up great stats for a garbage team. Right. But how much of that is on him? He's 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 playing great. So I think that's what I'd go with the, in the East. I definitely think Trey Young is like all star worthy. I think yeah. he should be on. the He probably shouldn't start, but he should be on the bench. I mean, I, yeah. I think probably they'll the fans will vote in Kyrie anyway, because that's just what fans do. Yeah. But uh-huh. who, who knows, even though he's barely played. That would be so weird, right? He's he hasn't even been on the court at all. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of fans just especially people who vote aren't really paying attention at all. They're just sort of seeing that who the big names are and they're right. like, "Oh, Kyrie, I like him." Yeah. You know, I'll vote for him. Uh cuz it's just like how, you know, whatever. Who was who's the guy was it Zaza who was always getting voted in the top 10 just cuz the entire <laughs> nation of Georgia was voting for him? And now Kyrie's going to have all those flat earthers. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're gonna come out in droves (laughs) um well i've got to say okay you want to get into your west yeah okay Okay. so west it the you know front court easy uh it's Kawhi, lebron and ad um backcourt you got to throw james harden in there and then the other backcourt slot boy i actually forgot who i voted for hold on i get a screenshot hold on (laughs) i got it I said I was prepared, and then I, I flubbed we, this one thing. We probably weren't going to quiz you on this, by <laughs> no, the way. Right. No, I just felt like so. You, I felt like such a jackass last no, time. You, you felt like really a fool. Did your homework here? <laughs> felt like you a know, fraud. it snuck up on me this year. Okay. I was like, oh my god, all star voting. Yeah, I saw the commercials, and yeah, it just happened. Yeah. Um, and and this is a this would have been a big oversight, but he is thankfully eligible as a guard, uh, Luca. Oh, uh, right. And who I'm going to yes. get to see tonight? Oh my god, oh, I'm, I'm so, so jealous. I haven't seen him yet. I'm so in person. I'm so so excited. He's he's unreal he's such a yeah speaking of all-star that's definitely number one i mean i don't have it listed by position because i don't really know how to do that (laughs) um i and i gotta do i gotta give it up for my guy bam adebayo because he is killing my fantasy team like in a good way (laughs) (laughs) like he's on your he's on he's on my team and he's like murdering it so i didn't even know he existed until (laughs) i picked him up and he's been great. He's been amazing. Have you played fantasy prior to this season? No. Are you are you playing as well, Anastasia? Yeah, we're yeah. we're we in a league with league. some friends. Oh man. Yeah. And it's been a real learning experience. What kind of league are you doing? It's like um the Yahoo um I don't even know how to talk about this. Is it <laughs> me neither? <laughs> It, each year are you like or each week are you going against an opponent yes. Yes. Has the most, okay yes. so it's like a head-to-head league yeah uh, yeah I'm, I'm doing that too and i haven't done fantasy basketball in like probably 10 years because i don't i just don't think fantasy nba is all that good but it is great in terms of what you're saying you'll find you'll you'll zero in on a player of just like oh i didn't realize you know nerland's well was having this kind of a season yeah. Just yeah. because someone statistically is is beneficial to your squad totally. yeah it's uh, uh but bam is playing great he's great bam is an animal yeah, yeah. He's having Love a great year. Who would uh, you put? Oh God. I last year I voted for so many Warriors that haven't even played <laughs> once this season. That's so true. I'm like, um, definitely I feel like in the West, I mean, LeBron's definitely on there. Yeah. Leading the league in assists. Yeah. It's unreal. He, he's he's doing a great job. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm sure he appreciates that. Yeah, I'm sure he's like, oh, please, Anastasia, say I'm doing good. Um, and I feel like I'm now I'm caught off guard. I oh, feel I'm like sorry. no, it's okay. I feel like uh, you know my my focus has been so on these two LA teams, right? Yeah, it's that's like true. that's who I'm watching more than anyone right now. Yeah, I mean, 
Luca uh, also he was such he got so many votes last year mm-hmm. and then they were like well he's a rookie he can't he can't be on this he team. deserves it but he definitely yeah. is going on there this year yeah. yeah he's like a top five player in the yeah. league right now yeah. he's unreal for sure um so i definitely he's there's no question about it for him. It, it's t- it's tricky because the I feel like the East is more up, up in the air, but the West, it's hard to make a case against. I guess you could make like an aesthetic case against James Harden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But his statistically, he's uh, he's an animal. He's just like he unreal right now. Yeah. So and, and then you've got like you you kind of you have to have Luca, you have to have LeBron, you have to have Kawhi and probably you have to have Anthony Davis. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's just not a lot of wiggle room right. in the West. I'm not sure who you shift out of there. Right. For, you know. I, I mean, I, I'm trying to think of who else you'd want out. Dame Lillard or Paul George, or Paul George yeah, or Brandon Ingram's Dame's having a great had statistical a rough season. Year, though Dame's not had a great year. I yeah. mean, the, the Portland's not had a great year, yeah. certainly. Uh, so yeah, I, I just don't know. And especially like to your point with Steph and Clay, who are such fixtures of of the All Star and Draymond uh, all out, all out, all really. I guess you could and, vote in Draymond, yeah. but KD also like KD the fact too, that yeah. he's out. You know, yeah. he, there's. It's just like there's so many staples who aren't going to be on the all-star team this yeah, year. Yeah, I wonder if KD will win. I didn't even think about that. KD could be voted in as an all-star starter. That's the kind yeah. of thing that fans do. So but he's knows? just going to sit yeah. with his leg up. <laughs> he, he's been having fun on the bench. Have he you seen him? Been, yeah. yeah. He's having too much fun. Yeah, like, him and Kyrie are like really joshing around. <laughs> <laughs> um, so a couple, a couple things. They close the McDonald's in Staples. It's crushing. It's really, <laughs> it's, it was my, mm, I think my go-to is still Ludo Bird when I go to yeah, Staples yeah. Center, uh, which is a fried chicken outlet. But that that's a very good McDonald's. And sometimes those, you know, the airport or the, or the stadium McDonald's is a little, or the, the amusement parks McDonald's is a little subpar. This is a very good one. It's a yeah. solid, if this was just a regular McDonald's, I'd be like, that's a good McDonald's. And they, they just, it just is gone. Yeah. And it got replaced with this place, Salt and Char. Have you eten there? No. It's so disappointing. It's such an unappetizing name. It's too. a like, very what? unappetizing name. It makes me think of like a burnt, like salt lick. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Two elements you don't want associated no. with food. Yeah, yeah super this, salty and charred. Yeah, exactly. Gross. Uh, yeah, this this briquette covered in uh, <laughs> kosher salt, and and it's and that's kind of what it tastes like too. It's like not good food. It's very bad. Uh, very. It's it's like stadium below replacement level. It's not terrible, but it's not great. I've heard the veggie burgers okay, although they're very. Uh, they're they're very coy about what is in the veggie burger. Oh. It's not like this is an impossible burger. This is a Beyond Burger. They're just like this is a plant based burger, okay. which is just like are you just assembling some mush in the kitchen? <laughs> what are you doing here? What are you feeding me? Uh, but the I just I'm so the sweet treats I guess are okay, which yeah. I didn't have. But it's it's just such a disappointment, such a huge downgrade. And and additionally, they also closed the BS Taqueria, which yes. is a pretty that decent so sad. pretty decent spot. Yeah. So it's some some real downgrades at Staples Center food wise right now. They yeah. should get some Impossible Burger stuff there, like serve right. it, serve it somewhere. Why not? Yeah. Just that one of or or like the thing that makes me mad is like. You know how cheap and easy a veggie dog is? I know. And all those hot dog places don't have them. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, just throw a couple of veggie dogs behind the counter. and <laughs> Right. Right. It'd be so easy. And it's not like this is like you're in the Midwest right. where people are, would maybe turn their, their nose up at this. This is LA. This is like there's so many vegetarians and vegans here. There's yeah. such an underserved, you know, a dining population coming into the stadium. Like yeah. give them some vegetarian options. Yeah. It's really disappointing. I agree. Yeah. I also, also agree. I loved the like getting a Sunday at McDonald's. Oh, my that was goodness. such a fun thing. Yeah. Such a delight. 
R.I.P. Yeah. Yeah, it's a Pour bummer. Pour some tea out for McDonald's. <laughs> They're really, McDonald's is really struggling yeah. these days. Someone throw him a bone. Um, so we also realized that last year during the playoffs, we watched um, Damian Lillard's like yes shot heard around the world with you with you, you guys <laughs> you guys recorded a, a doughboys patreon episode and we we're over there and it just happened the game happened to be on we watched yeah. the end of the game and it was the yeah it was the game where lillard uh eliminated oklahoma city right yeah, Broke yeah. Up that thunder squad it and was so beautiful it was unreal he, he hit that deep three waved bye-bye <laughs> got you know dogpiled looking to the camera like that whole thing was just insane we were all watching that like in mitch's apartment yeah and it was on his brand new couch on his brand new couch (laughs) i looked down at my phone and tweeted out wow and uh it was it was really yeah that was that was a crazy moment to witness i'm glad we got to we got to watch it with together some fellow fans i'm i'm glad too because we also we were about to leave right and then we're like oh you know wait a minute is it okay if we stay and watch the rest (laughs) of the game (laughs) just invited ourselves We just slowly like inch towards the couch. <laughs> I'm really, and you mentioned this earlier, but but on the topic of Dame, because I went out on a limb and said like I think he could win MVP this mm-hmm. season, and Portland's obviously just so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know they they made some weird roster moves. They clearly were assuming Zach Collins would be healthy, and he isn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Nurkic obviously is still recovering, so it, it's just a. It's just a weird team yeah. right now, especially defensively in the front court. And and we saw this with L.A. is just like they just don't really have anyone who can, uh, you know, they, they don't they just don't have they're just kind of underserved there. Yeah. Uh, but it's a it, it's a bummer because I like Dame so much. Yeah. I don't necessarily like the the Trailblazers as an organization, mm-hmm. but I but I love Dame Lillard. Lillard. I love C.J. McCollum. I love that combo. I'd mm-hmm. love to see them like get over the hump sometime. Yeah. You know? yeah. We're we're big fans ever since we went to a game up there. It seems like they have so much potential right. or they they you know everyone was like this is our team like Dame's not going anywhere. Like Dame mm-hmm. is in on, in the team for life essentially. Right. And um I think that the dialogue is sort of like well Dame's getting old. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> well, let's not count him out already yeah. but I, I can sense the disappointment from Portland. Oh. I, w- I wonder because, you know, Melo has been good for them. It It, it is, they, they have some assets. They could make a trade and, you know, the Kevin Love is obviously the big rumor. But, like, this, maybe this is a team that recovers in the back end of the season. They make a they make a big trade before the deadline and they, you know, and Nurkic comes back and Zach Collins comes back and maybe they're they're good and they, they come as a six seed and they, you know, go far in the playoffs. I mean, I don't know. It could happen. Yeah, it's true. We'll it's see. It's true. Uh, but they're certainly not the, especially with the West wider open, We I thought they might be more of a juggernaut this season. And obviously they're just like barely, you know, mm-hmm. they're still sub 500, I think. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I think it's going to be a double Giannis MVP <laughs> two years in a row. Wow. Double, put, I'm double putting it on Giannis. tape. Yeah. <laughs> well, because he was yeah, yeah. last year. Yeah, I guess it's it's probably yeah. I, if they get the one seat again, it's it's hard to make a case against Giannis because he is so clearly the number one in that team. I yeah. guess you could say like if you know if if Luca really overperform or I, I mean sorry if the, the the Mavericks continue to overperform, mm-hmm. you could make a case for Luca. LeBron obviously, I'm biased towards as a huge LeBron fan, a huge Laker fan. Uh, if they have the best record in the league, I think there's yeah. a case for LeBron. But again, having AD is such a huge advantage over anything that Giannis has. So who knows? True. Yeah. We'll see how it all shakes out. We're I like find how Agata always likes to make like a prediction. Yeah, but you're always like so like polite and <laughs> you're not like. 
you heard it here first. This is what's going to happen. Yeah, I did say um, that the finals are going to be Clippers and the Heat and the Heat are going to win. Wow. <laughs> Just get it. I mean, why not? Why not? You should have put that bet down. Yeah, I could be like uh, Adam Sandler. <laughs> Is that you, what Uncut Gems is about? Yeah. He bets on the Heat to win the finals? <laughs> yeah. That's what that's I exactly. took away from it. Was that not the plot? <laughs> um, you know, tomorrow is LeBron's birthday. Oh, my God. We recorded on LeBron's birthday last year. Wow. HBD, Yes, because Nick brought his... He was wearing his LeBron that's jersey. true. I was wearing my jersey. Yeah. Wow. Wow. What are you wearing today? I got a purple and gold LA oh, summer or a league. summer league. Vegas summer league, rather, uh, t-shirt. I, I, went to, I went to summer league for the first time this past... Uh, off season and man it was a hoot i just like i just you know you just see so many games in a day uh and you're just around it feels like a con because yeah. you're just around so many i was there with with uh with past uh duncan guest payment i believe payment ben's been oh, on the yeah. show oh, really? um and uh and we just remarked that it was just like it's just you're just it's just like being at Comic Con. It's just fucking nerds. Yeah. Like you, you forget <laughs> how many basketball nerds. fans are just huge dorks. Yeah. They're like guys like me. They're not like jocks who played in high school. Yeah. They're just like like you know number muncher guys. <laughs> um, and uh, and that was the whole vibe. That was everyone in there. A yeah. bunch of guys with notepads and like you know. Uh, Chris Mim jerseys, like, tr- <laughs> trying to out, out obscure each other <laughs> with which player they were wearing. Um, so yeah, it was it was fun. When did you go? Was it like earlier? Went towards the, the end of went towards the end. We're actually there for the very last day of of play oh, okay. uh, in Vegas Summer League, and yeah, I mean it was it was great. Saw a bunch of saw Taco Fall in person. Yeah, who's a, a delight. Uh, the crowd loved him. A couple guys in, in the, the they showed them on ESPN. A bunch of the guys wearing the taco uh, mascot suits were yeah, in the were in the cute. stands. Uh, it was fun. It was it was great. Um, and a lot of the best, you know, like, like John Morant wasn't playing, uh, but still got to see some Memphis young guys. It, it, it was. I, I just I can't. If you are a bas- if you are an NBA fan, and you can get yourself to Vegas and you can afford it, it's just such a fun way to spend a, uh, to waste a few days. Yeah. It's just like. And also, you're in Vegas, but you're away from like the obnoxious part of mm-hmm. Vegas. You're just in a little stadium off strip. I, I had a, had, a, had a blast. I went. Yeah, also, you, you went. I, I couldn't go, but we should go. We should go this, this year. year. Yeah. I went with my sister and her family, and it was really funny because her kids were like, can we leave? <laughs> like, this is so much basketball. Yeah. We don't want to be here anymore. Right. So her husband took the kids to like McDonald's or something. And <laughs> Hell yeah. me and my sister like just ate like arena food. Yeah. <laughs> and just like, I, it was... I don't remember when we got there. We got there pretty early because we wanted to get good seats right. for the Celtics, actually. And then we left pretty after the last game. So there was one day where we just were in this um, community college arena all day long. Right. <laughs> and it was kind of amazing. Was this at this was at Vegas Summer League then? Yeah. So were you at the the venue that had two courts and yes. you could go between them? Yeah, that was a great part of it because you're just like you're sitting in this game. And you're just like, uh, I don't want to watch uh you know, I don't watch watch the Blazers play the Pelicans. I'm going to go over and I'm going to watch, you know, this other game over here. And yeah, you could alternate between them. And uh, um, and then there's one like the the one and the one where we saw Taco Fall is like a much smaller gym. Mm. And so it was like you was very intimate. It was a way you'd never get to see an yeah. NBA basketball game. Yeah. It was really cool. That That's gym awesome. was crazy. It was it's like a high school gym. Almost. Right. Yeah, basically it was. And I was just like so close to everyone. I was like, I'm never going to sit this close at a NBA game. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. Did you guys see that video of uh, the Celtics crowd like chanting to let Taco play 
chanting at the, yes. at the oh, coach yeah. to let him play. And and, and then he, he was like, he was like all, all right, right, get in here. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's the, become like a real like mascot for yeah. them. They fucking love him. And it, it's so funny too because he's not actually the best player. He's just super tall. <laughs> he's like very slow. Right. Um, and there, there is there is an aspect we like just as human beings we just want to see a giant yeah it's just like look at that he's so big and yeah. there's like a fat it's a bobon gets the same sort yeah. of thing and it's just sort of like look how large that human being is and you just want to be around their presence uh and uh i mean he's not he's also not bad like yeah. he's right. got you know he can he can play a little bit he just has some mobility issues by, based on his immense size yeah but it, it's staggering just to see a human that big right like, and how it, does he go to the trader joe's right <laughs> like he's got to be like towering over all the aisles yeah how does he like get like the peanut butter that's on the bottom <laughs> shelf <laughs> but it's also cute because he seems like a really nice guy yeah, that's and, what i've heard yeah um he was in that same video earlier on he was like teasing the crowd he kept standing up and they'd all <laughs> scream and then he'd sit back down <laughs> and then also carson edwards who's on the celtics who's a little guy yes they're friends. Best friends. And it's so cute because Carson Edwards will like run and jump into Taco's arms. Right. Adorable. Love it. It's like the uh, uh, the Minute Bowl um, Muggsy Bogues photo. Yeah. yeah back yeah. in the day. I think they actually recreated that. It's so. Yeah. Carson Edwards. We I saw play in Vegas Summer League too. And it's just like, man, this this kid looks good. Yeah. Like he, could, he could really shoot. I don't feel I don't really follow the Celtics because, uh, again, I, you know, I loathe them. But <laughs> I, I don't know if he's been having his uh, I don't think he's been getting as many minutes for them. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he's, he's a good prospect. Nice. Um, I think uh, the Carson Edwards is also like the poster boy for short shorts. The modern oh, poster yeah. boy. Right. <laughs> he wears very short shorts. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're really on a campaign to get some shorter shorts going. <laughs> we want to see more thigh meat. Yes. I'm into that. I, I I'm actually because I like wearing shorter shorts just like from a comfort standpoint. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like that. I, I feel like for like 20 years in men's fashion, you've had to wear like shorts that basically go to your knee or below. Right. Yeah. And it's just by that point, you're pretty much wearing culottes. Yeah. It's like, give me. <laughs> let's go back to the days. I'd love to wear some short shorts. Yeah, I'd yeah. be into that. All right, help us promote it. All right, All right great. You're part I'll, of the first wave. Yeah. First wave. <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to start showing off some thigh meat. All right. You, Kelly Oubre. <laughs> um, Carson Edwards. Carson Edwards, yeah. All right. So, so much happens in a week, and we can't possibly cover it all. So, we have a little wrap-up segment called Previously on Basketball. Previously on Monk. Basketball. Nice, Monk. Monk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Miami Heat brings Chris Silva's mother from Gabon for tearful reunion. Kyle Kuzma's trainer throws IG shade at LeBron. Steph Curry and daughter Riley have an adorable handshake. Kawhi Leonard is named AP's male athlete of 2019. LeBron James is named AP's male athlete of the decade. Coach Michael Malone extends contract with the Nuggets until 2023. Drew, Justin, and Aaron Holiday are the first brother trio to play in the same game. Taco Fall conducts the Boston Pops. Do we want to, since we were just talking about taco, should we start with that? (laughs) Does he know what he's doing? It doesn't seem like it. (laughs) He is so tall and he's on a platform. 
Okay, he looks adorable. He's oh wearing a little waistcoat that is so cute. Yeah. With he, tails. He's really a human being that benefits from portrait mode. Like, <laughs> it's impossible to really see how tall he is without that. Yeah, it's uh, true. He's, um, yeah, I, I, so I have a, do you either of you have a, have a background in orchestral music? No. I played in orchestra in okay. elementary school. I played junior high. Yeah, I, play, I played in middle school and, and high school. And I feel like a lot of those guest conductor things, it's just like, okay, we, we'll just let them wave their arms around. It looked like he was keeping the beat a little yeah. bit, but he wasn't really, you know. But you're supposed to like, like, right? <laughs> he, had, he, he had, I mean, he had that one cue at the end. He sort of. <laughs> With had, the Winnie. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of it was kind of improvised. Yeah, I, I think mean, so. It's fine. I think he was just waving his, his baton to the beat, which is fine. It's not he his job. keeping time. Exactly. That's, yeah. That's all you have and to he do. Looked really cute. Right. <laughs> his little his little outfit. <laughs> um, all right, let's watch. Uh, let's watch this Chris Silva clip. Oh. When was the last time you saw him? Uh, three years ago. Cute. His mom walks in. Oh. And he's immediately crying. <laughs> oh. Uh, thank you, NBA Africa, for this amazing surprise, man. This, this go right to my heart and make this holiday special to me. That's oh. so cute. <laughs> man, I it's hard to I you forget that a lot of these right. international players like don't see their families yeah. for most of the time they're here it must be so tough it just also like three years as yeah. someone in there how old is chris selva is he is he you know early probably, 20s yeah he's yeah, probably like 21 got, yeah. 22 can't imagine that age going three years without seeing my mom yeah, yeah. it's so tough yeah, and he that's rough he moved to the united states when he was 16 so the last time he saw her was three years but before that it was probably like another like two or three years right so. it's so crazy that's so sweet yeah Aww. Okay, uh, should we talk about LeBron and uh, Kyle Kuzma? <laughs> Kuzma? What, do you have a take on this situation? You know, it'd be nice if Kuz's trainer wasn't doing that. I don't think it's helpful. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, I don't think it's making anyone's lives easier. Uh, but, you know, I think I feel like both LeBron and Kuzma handled it as well as you could. I mean, what else are you supposed to do? You can't be responsible for... I mean, like, what do you, the two of you want to be responsible if your podcast daddy pops off on Twitter? <laughs> uh, what if you get canceled? Yeah. I start throwing shade. Oh, no. A different b- b- basketball podcast. We're like, uh, we didn't say daddy. Yeah, yeah. We said baddie. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's uh, it's 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 tricky. I think it's all been handled well. I wonder if Kuzma will continue to work with this guy. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's definitely has created some good like NBA Twitter fodder. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, it was. Yeah, there were a lot of funny jokes, um, but I don't I mean, I want to know like what that conversation with LeBron and Kuz was like, though. Yeah, because they had a conversation. Actually, let's watch LeBron. Don't we have LeBron's response? We do. Uh, Kuz came to me yesterday um, at practice and, and, and told me what was going on. And, um, and that was it. Um, I really don't uh, really care for uh, someone's training or whatever the case may be. And what they, everyone can have their own opinion. Um, and any 
anytime someone wants to get some notoriety, they can throw my name in and people are going to pick it up. And that's why you asked me about it. Because my name was in it. So, <laughs> I've never met the guy. I don't know the guy. I can care less about the guy. Uh, whatever the case may be. So, I wish him the best. Thanks, everyone. 86. So, I think that the drama is that... Kyle got involved though, right? right? He Well, he tweeted out call a spade a spade right. and I think people were like, "Oh, he's talking about what his trainer said," which, you know, we don't know if that's true. It seems yeah. true. Yeah. He said it wasn't. He mm-hmm. said it was just a coincidence of timing, which I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'm going to take him at his word. I mean, yeah. Why yeah. would Kuzma lie to us? <laughs> well, my theory is that uh LeBron called him in and gave him a little spanking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Spanked I, his bottom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um I will say that watch like LeBron response like every part of that gave me anxiety because I was just picturing either having to be Kuzma and having to go to talk to LeBron yeah. you know, like fucking stressed out that would make me or being the trainer and being this guy who like works in basketball and then you've got like one of the greatest players of all time just passive aggressively like just fucking destroying you yeah. and saying he doesn't like, know who you are yeah. I don't care what he says <laughs> It's, it's, I mean, yeah, that's, that's wild, but I, he, what are you, what are you supposed to do? Yeah. The trainer, I mean, I don't feel bad for that guy. No, I don't feel started bad for that him, yeah. shit. But LeBron, I mean, his, his attitude is very much like, I don't Who are give you? a fuck, yeah. <laughs> which I, I love that. I love him so much. All right. What else do we have here? Oh, the handshake. This is cute. So Steph Curry, uh, not playing, uh, because his hand injury, injury, um, saw his daughter Riley right before a game. Gives her a little handshake. It's very good. It's, it's a good handshake. It's so good. Um, should we incorporate a kiss into ours? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should. Kiss and touching each other's cheeks. <laughs> it's very cute. Um, we did our we did our handshake on NBA desktop. Oh wow. And immediately I immediately regretted it. Yeah. I was like, why did I just do this? <laughs> of course, that's the only part that they played on NBA desktop. The rest of our Everything we said is cut out. That's true, but but it was still that's an honor. The business, baby. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a very different experience from podcasting. I've done the NBA desktop uh, yeah. once before. Shout out Jason Concepcion, and it's it's a. I love that show, but it, doing it is very very. You are like, oh man, I have so much admiration for like someone like Stephen A. Smith that just come in yeah. hot with a take and like yeah. not look like a fool like I did. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Trying to talk cogently for like two minutes at a time. I think that's the other thing too is like how do I have like a sound bite that's good right. but right. interesting yeah. and because they know. really edited it down on that yeah. show too. Yeah. It's just like like the gist of it and I don't I guess we didn't get we didn't get very far. We just had the handshake. You get why people just go co- in and like talk mad shit on these shows. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. just like, well, they're, they're going to use that for sure. Yeah. But just call someone a bum. Yeah. But it was uh, still a cool experience to like great. see it's how they shoot it, shoot it and yeah. everything. And like they're they're Everyone who makes that show is awesome. They make a interesting show that's like quickly edited. Right. It's incredible. It's unique and it's rad and it's cool and it's very stressful to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was I was just going to ask one last thing. So LeBron got male athlete of the decade. Like that's yeah. a pretty big deal. But yeah. also I can honestly not think of another. I mean, I don't know that many other athletes, <laughs> but like he is so like just prevalent in society in general. Yeah. Like right. he has made such a huge impact. He's accomplished so much in the past decade. It was 
felt spot on. Yeah. Yeah. The impact he's had on basketball and, and, you know, sports in general is just so immense. I mean, it's just what, what eight finals appearances yeah. and, and three titles and, and, you know, and giving a, uh, the first ever title to Cleveland or the first title in, in, in Cleveland in like 50 something years. It's just like, it it is wild. And then also he impacted how like, like free agency so much right. because like the way he did it, the way he did the decision and you know, whether the, the decision TV special, whatever you want to think about that, the actual decision to go to Miami was yeah. like so impactful. And the decision to go back to Cleveland was so impactful. And obviously now with the Lakers, it's, it's, and that's just what everyone does now. Yeah. Superstar players just are like, yeah, let's team up and let's go to this this destination. Let's try to win a title, yeah. which is totally different than how it used to be. And the way that he treats his teammates. Right. The like kindness and like the the like support and everything. Like, I'm sure some people did that before him. Yeah. But just thinking of like Michael Jordan and stuff, it's like such a complete opposite yeah. of it's, how he treats his teammates. It's very different from that whole like, you know, Jordan and then Kobe, like, you know, hyper masculine, yeah. hyper competitive way of handling everything. Not that Le- LeBron's not competitive. Uh, and uh, and yeah, the promise school. And, right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I mean, he's a perfect human being. <laughs> and you know what? He was right about China. <laughs> okay. And oh, no. <laughs> Not podcast daddy anyway. Uh, Gabe, cut that part. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last night, we watched the Los Angeles Lakers at the Portland Trailblazers on December 28th, 2019. Let's meet the boys. Let's meet the boys. Oh. <laughs> Oh, great group of guys. On the Lakers. <laughs> We've got JaVale McGee, Anthony Davis, Avery Bradley, Danny Green, LeBron James, and off the bench we have Kyle Kuzma, Rajon Rondo, and Contavious Caldwell Pope. And on the Trailblazers. Dame is different. <laughs> <laughs> Real past guests uh, drops yeah. today. <laughs> We have starters Hassan Whiteside, Damian Lillard, Carmelo Anthony, CJ McCollum, and Skull Labissiere, which they kept saying Labissier on the broadcast we watched. And I was like, that's not pronounced that way. <laughs> um, and Kent Bazemore, Anthony Simons, and Anthony Tolliver off the bench. Head coach Terry Stotts. Let's go ahead and get into the game. <laughs> so as we mentioned, uh, Nurkic and Zach Collins were injured. They were sitting on the bench wearing little suits. Boring looking business suits. Zach Collins specifically yeah. looked, uh, I think I got to called him an accountant. <laughs> yeah, he really, yeah, like do something special. They you had know? a good look earlier in the season. Yeah. yeah, They look like two guys who had just sold a dating app to Facebook for $100 million. <laughs> um, I did say that I'm very attracted to Nurkic. Yeah. And I said he has post Malone vibes, <laughs> like, right? Doesn't he look like a, that kind of he like does. white rapper? He could go in that direction. Yeah. But I think what I like is that he has this like mop of curly hair, which curly hair is a certain thing that I enjoy. Got it. <laughs> and he also has this big beard uh, that's like very well manicured. 
and it's nice. Okay. That's fine. What do you think, Nick? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, they're both... They're both pretty hunky. Um, I would say that, you know, Nurkic has, he just looks so European, yeah. which for me is, is hey, you know, if you're into that. Uh, but <laughs> uh, Zach Collins, could, by contrast, is such like an American, like he honestly looks like a rich dick. Yeah, he looks yeah. like he's just, uh, you know, gotten sentenced to community service for vehicular homicide because it's... <laughs> His rich dad is friends with a judge, you know. Absolutely. So, yes. Yeah, we've talked about him. Like we've said he looks he, evil. He looks like he a frat guy. And then we found out that he goes to like EDM festivals and stuff. I was like, oh, that right. makes sense. Sure. Yeah. He, like there are photos that you can find of him like shirtless, but with like a swirl of paint on his chest. <laughs> that all tracks. And like glow. Yeah headbands and stuff i feel like i know exactly that guy yeah i've met that guy so many times totally but he does look like he could be play like the villain in you know the facebook movie <laughs> right um speaking of hunks who would you kiss on the lakers oh boy it's a great question uh you know hope we didn't blind sign you again <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> you just think about furious. this <laughs> I-, I will say this that I think that so AD is so unique looking uh-huh. and he doesn't work for me, but my wife Natalie like finds AD very attractive, wow. which, really? I, which is interesting. Like, it's just like, that's like, he's a very distinct looking yeah. guy. I can't see past the unibrow. I'm yeah. such like a, a grooming guy. <laughs> yeah. um, but you know, he grooms his, his eyebrows are so manicured Except for the unibrow, yeah. right? He kind of knows that it's his signature, yeah. and yeah, so yeah. he keeps it. He did a he did like a face, or he did like a, a Twitter prank where he had uh, like a like a little bit of fake skin covering up the unibrow. He did that like a couple years back, and it's just like I was, you just look better like this. <laughs> you should just be your everyday look. Yeah, but I get that's his brand, so you know. Uh, but yeah, who would I want to kiss? Mm. I mean, the obvious answer is Coach Frank Vogel. But <laughs> Uh, but um, no, I think the I think I think KCP is pretty good looking. Yeah. I think he's a handsome guy. Uh, I think you know Kuzma is, is obviously a very you know sort of classically handsome um, uh, you know younger guy. Uh, but uh, I don't I wouldn't mind being I wouldn't mind being spooned by LeBron. Yeah, <laughs> those giant arms. Yeah, yeah. He would just envelop you. Yeah. Uh, what if it were like all time Lakers? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, so my mom is like really always liked Kurt Rambis mm. and who I, which I never, but like then Kurt Rambis kind of looks, actually looks a lot like my dad. And so <laughs> it all like totally Jesus adds type. up. Yeah, exactly. In fact, there was a point at where my, so my dad for my entire life, like until I was like, like 30 had a mustache mm-hmm. And it was just, he was like known as like a mustache guy. And I go see him one, you know, Thanksgiving goes, my parents are still together. I go see them one Thanksgiving and my dad's mustache is gone and everyone's shocked. We're like, what's going on? And uh, my dad's like, ah, Kurt Rambis shaved his mustache. (laughs) So your mom wanted me to shave it. Oh no. (laughs) Kurt Rambis was like coaching the Timberwolves at the time or whatever. And just showed up on the bench with no mustache. My mom was like, that's got to change. So wow. there's, there's some weird uh, uh, pathology associated with that. But I will say that in terms of all-time Kids Lakers... Your own dad? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in, 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 times, in terms of all-time Laker hunks, 
I feel like I, you know I kind of like Byron Scott when he was mm. in, in his playing days. Uh, I feel like he's aged pretty elegantly. Uh, I'm trying to think of who else has been on there. You know, uh, Eddie Jones is a good looking guy. You know, Glenn Rice was very handsome. Was it Rick Fox? Uh, Rick oh, Fox. He, yeah, Rick Fox is my choice. Genuinely, yeah. yes. a genuine Fox. Oh my god, yeah, genuine Fox. I love that episode of Party Down that he's in. He's great. <laughs> Do you he's a good that? actor. I don't remember that. I just remember him in Holes. <laughs> He's in Holes. He's in Oz, the HBO prison oh, drama, right. which is a very dark show. Um, but he's great. He's a good actor. He's a, and he's yeah, he's a genuine hunk. He's a very yeah. very handsome good actor, guy. And he's just like he oozes sex appeal. He really does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the answer. It's Rick Fox. <laughs> we all I mean, agree. everyone you named. I think I think it's all right answers. It's your choice. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I, how would you? I mean, LeBron is maybe the go-to answer right now. I would, I would probably kiss Coos, but I think like he would probably ghost me like immediately. <laughs> <laughs> He's off to an EDM festival. Yeah, Collins. yeah, exactly. Oh my god, I put in my notes at the end of the game we watch, Kuzma hugged Zach Collins. And I was like, are they EDM bros? <laughs> and I can see that. I, I do think that Kuz, I don't, I can't get beyond, I don't love his hair, his weird hairstyles. Mm. I love that he does it. I love that he takes the risk. I love that he's like doing cool, fun things. It's just like not my style. Right. I gotcha. So I don't know. He has like, <laughs> I the, like it. <laughs> he has like some yellow streaks under at the, the base of his skull yeah. basically yeah. right now, which is a, a, just a weird, it's an interesting choice. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's cool. I'm into it. I just don't want to kiss it. <laughs> you don't have to kiss the back of his head. Yeah, you, that's how you kiss, right? <laughs> okay. Okay. I got to teach you something after this. <laughs> All um, right. Let's get, should we talk about the game? Yeah. Uh, the actual game. Um, so... The Lakers have a great record. Trailblazers are hurting right now. But overall, I would say it was like a very good game that we we that you chose. Highly Nick. entertaining. Yes. Um, and I'm very glad because they had a four game losing streak after I believe they started 24 and three, mm-hmm. lost four in a row. And if this, I would be in a very different mood if this had been a five-game losing streak Uh-oh. and we're recording right now <laughs> yeah. and they're about to face Luka Doncic. I would that that would be I'd be very stressed out, feel breathing a little easier because Portland, yeah, they've been struggling, but they're a talented team, yeah, and they're they you know they're they're a well coached team. They're, mm-hmm. they're and that's a real home court advantage up there, the Rose Garden. So yeah. it, it was a it was a solid win. Yeah, and that crowd is so loud the right. whole game. Yeah, when when we went to Moda Center, we were like, it is so loud in here. And for sure, like that crowd does not, like they let you know what's up. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, screaming from the very first minute. Like yeah. it was crazy. Yeah. it's It feels like one of the louder arenas and it just like, at least for watching it on TV, not having been there. Uh, but the, you know, it, everyone, it, it felt like the Lakers played well and it felt like they, changed their rotations a little bit or vocal changed their rotations a little bit like like guys were you know Caruso only got 11 minutes I think on Christmas Day that that lost to the the Clippers uh which was gut-wrenching for uh for me but the but then he he played a lot he played a lot more uh in this game and he played well and he can you know KCP also he had a rough start this season he's been playing very well I yeah. think he had like 30 minutes he, he may have been he may have led all, the entire backcourt in minutes and and he's been being been great defensively hit a huge shot down yeah. the stretch huge yeah. three um I think like uh 
Were, were you with your family on Christmas when you were watching? No, I was at the game. Oh, you were yeah. at the game? Okay. Yeah. Amazing. It was, I mean, it was the worst Christmas of my life. But it was, <laughs> but it was, um, but it was amazing. I mean, it's uh, going to an NBA game on Christmas is a dream. I, I just, will. Uh, I want to go next year. Yeah. We should try and make that happen. Yeah. Screw our families. <laughs> That's what I said. Uh, but Dad, yeah. Leia, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know you're listening. <laughs> if, if we, if, you know, if the Lakers had one, I'd be, it would, it would have been amazing. Um, but, you know, the two Christmas Day games I've seen at Staples Center, I saw uh, the this Lakers-Clippers game. And then previous to that, I saw the Lakers lose to the the Heatles, the Miami Heat, right. back in the day. And that was an amazing game to see. The Lakers were no good at that mm-hmm. point and kind of knew that they weren't going to win. But it'd be, it'd be awesome to witness a win on Christmas. It was it was great from the Clippers side. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had a great time. Not to rub it in your face, but it actually, was, just it was a great. Game. A quick sidetrack: uh, Christmas Day games were very surprising because right. you had the um, Sixers and the Bucks. That was like a huge blowout. Sucked. Yeah. The Celtics, who were they playing? They're playing the Raptors. The Raptors. But, ra- but uh, I think the Raptors had three players out. Yeah. Siakam was out. I think Gasol was out. So that was a, was a huge blowout. blowout. Yeah. And then the big surprise was that the Warriors won against the Rockets. That was yeah. probably the most fun game of the day. It, it was, was so just, fun. It was so wild. Yeah. I mean, it was fun for me in particular, but it was also just like a really exciting game and just like a surprise because everyone was like why is this happening like they should have canceled this (laughs) 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 but then it ended up being like actually a really exciting game yeah that game was great Lakers Clippers was a good game and then the I I think by the after that like no one was paying attention the Nuggets the Pelicans yeah yeah. oh I didn't even know yeah (laughs) it was on ESPN after that it wasn't even on ABC anymore but but very interesting Christmas Day um, so in the first quarter, I think Kuzma got hit in the mouth, right? Yeah, he, he was had, like, bleeding a, a little lip. bit. Yeah, they had to, and they had, they stopped play for a bit. Uh, Kuzma, I think, did he, I think he led all, or he didn't lead all scores, but he led the Lakers in scoring and he was, he was very good. The past, it's, it's like he hasn't really been healthy. It feels like this season until recently and, and thankful he's been really upping his scoring. Cause that's kind of, kind of what they need him for. Uh, but yeah, he got hit. I don't remember actually how he got hit. I don't remember either. We mm. were watching, but it wasn't clear what happened. Yeah, yeah, like they didn't replay that. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he's like touching his mouth and LeBron's screaming at the ref. Right. Yeah. And part of me thinks that he got hit in the mouth and then played super well to like get LeBron to love him again. <laughs> it's like, Papa, no more spankings. <laughs> Yeah, you know, after every game, they go back to the locker room and he doles out his spanking based on performance. <laughs> he lines them up. Hey, look, it worked. It's worked in, yeah. it worked in Miami, worked in Cleveland. And I, one of these days, I'm going to sneak in there. <laughs> I was bad, Papa James. <laughs> um, the first quarter ends 34 to 32. It's pretty close. Um, LeBron was yelling at the refs a lot of this game. Um, it seemed like... They were. He was arguing with the refs constantly. Yeah. Right, and and yeah, he is. I, I I mean, he's. I don't know what percentage he is. It feels like he's like seventy or eighty percent. Like it feels like that that groin is just not 
He, he didn't look like he was all there for the Clippers game either. Mm. Um, and then I guess uh, Beverly kind of gave him the low blow and that that kind of aggravated his injury. So, yeah. Uh, and he got in. I mean, he that groin injury happened Christmas last year. Right. So I wonder if it's like old Christmas memories <laughs> percolating in his groin. Man, that's uh, that was such a. That last year game was the Christmas Day game against the Warriors where LeBron went down, but the Lakers still won was such a Pyrrhic victory because yeah. it was such like, like it felt like, oh man, they're, they're, they gutted out and they won anyway. And then afterwards, LeBron's out for like basically the rest of the season. And yeah. That was it. Wasn't worth it. It was rough. No. <laughs> yeah. We were, we were watching the league pass, but the live feed so we could watch what was happening on the Jumbotron. Oh, got it. And... That's a fun way to watch a game. Yeah. Yeah. It's because we love seeing what they're, what's happening in the stadium. Oh, I love that too. Yeah. I love getting so whatever the weird halftime show they have. Yeah. And yeah. This one was weird. <laughs> the halftime show. Uh, I have his name right here. Did you um, see it? No. Oh man. I, it, they it, may have shown some on the, the, the broadcast, okay. but his name's the amazing slaw deck. And he's this old man, like in his seventies. I don't know who stands on like a stack of chairs. He builds up a very high stack of chairs and he's just moving and building and standing. And then he stands at the, at the top and he does a handstand. Yeah. But the whole time it's like close-ups of his face and he's like, yeah, <laughs> you can't see my face listeners, but uh, he looks anxious. Right. Yeah. He's just like it's making so these weird. insane faces. It's, yeah. They showed a little, yeah, they showed a little bit of this on, so I was watching on, on the, uh, the, the Spectrum Sportsnet, which is mm. the Lakers channel and the, the Lakers halftime show. They showed a little bit of that guy. It, it's so weird. I mean, I feel like my, f I always like when there's a dog involved in yeah, halftime. That's same. kind of my favorite, but some sort of ba weird balancing act that stresses you out a little bit is fun. Yeah. <laughs> that a red I mean, or whatever. He was wobbling and right. I was like, please don't risk your life for this. <laughs> I don't want to do this. <laughs> Someone's making him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Christmas Day, he's like wants to be with his family. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if um like I wonder if there's ever been like a huge injury or anything at a basketball game for one of these acts. Man, I hope not. Or just like one grim. that's like really not working out. Yeah. <laughs> I did see a, a Mavericks game one time where the halftime performance was like a tightrope like a lady on a tightrope that was like doing jumps and tricks and stuff. And she did not land a single one. <laughs> it was just like do a flip and land on the ground and then like sadly walk back up and then do it over and over again for the whole halftime. Man, what Man, a bummer. It, that would be where people just booing her. <laughs> I think everyone just felt bad for her, but yeah. like, yeah, but yeah, I mean, she didn't hurt herself. Thank God. But it was just like, you know, very hard to watch. Yeah. Um, at one point, Dwight did a big block and he did like the, uh, oh, the Matumbo, Matumbo finger, wag. Yeah. finger wag. No, no, no. Right. Um, I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. Dwight is pretty like in your face. Yeah. I mean, he's, he has a reputation for being annoying and I think that he's thankfully ex uh, exercised a little bit more restraint, at least in terms of what we can see with the, like, I was a big Dwight skeptic going in because uh -huh. he's been, you know, he's burned bridges at every franchise he's been in, yeah. including the Lakers, like right, every yeah. single franchise that he's been a part of. People were like, ah, oh, thank God Dwight is, is, is gone. And every year he makes the same promises and it's never materialized until this season. Yeah. And so I'm glad to be wrong. I'm very relieved to be wrong. Uh, because he's been overall just fantastic yeah. for the Lakers in his role. Yeah. He, he's been great. 
his uh like this game he was like dunking he was blocking he was right. all over the place he's and his like, body he's like solid is, muscle yeah. yeah he looks so he's like hard. transformed himself <laughs> right. yeah. in this incredible way maybe not eating candy as much i don't know but Ooh, he, like looking at his arms it's insane. Yeah, he's always been, you know, super muscular, but he's really gotten lean this season. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's dropped some weight. Um, that said, stealing Mutombo's finger wag is a little corny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but get a, your but own he's thing. Been doing well. He's yeah. a corny guy, though. <laughs> yeah. He can't help it. Still Shaq Superman, steals Mutombo's finger wags. <laughs> it's fine. Um, Caruso, you know, has had a good night, like you were saying. Yeah. Um, he was stealing a lot. Um, he was looking good for Gabe. Gabe's a big Caruso fan. Yeah, it's it's weird because Caruso is like such a meme, you know, because yeah. he, you know, from the neck up, he looks like a, a shift manager at Best Buy. Like he doesn't look like a typical NBA player, but he is he is legit good. Like yeah. he can, yeah. he's especially as a in, in his role, like he's a very good defender at the NBA level and a good enough shooter and and a good ball handler. And um, I like it. It seemed it. Having watched most uh, almost every Laker game this season, it feels like when they have Caruso and KCP and Danny Green in the backcourt, some combination or all three, like they're just like so good defensively. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and yeah, I, I I mean I like Rondo as a player, but I think or and I like him as a man. I think he's just like a fascinating like figure. But I kind of feel like they should be giving more of those Rondo minutes to KCP and, yeah. and Crusoe at this point. Mm. KCP, by the way, and I mentioned this earlier, but, you know, like, there is maybe something to negative reinforcement because he got, <laughs> he got dogpiled on. But he yeah. is, is early on and he had some some struggles, oh, yeah. uh, but he's been great lately. Yeah. That block he did from the back. Yes. Oh, yeah. Sick. Was so crazy. And I think on the on the Blazers, Anthony Simons. This oh really yeah, he game. went off. He went off. He's good. He's, he looks like he's twelve, but he he was like fearless out yeah. there. Yeah. He was just like stealing. He's wearing pink shoes. He got blocked by both LeBron and by Dwight, and I was like, I wonder how often someone has been blocked by two different Hall of Famers in the same game. <laughs> and and it is just such a thing of like. But he, but that was—that's not to say he—he he was not, you know, that was all he did. He was very good out there. Yeah. Um. He, him. Yeah. Gone. I was just gonna say it, he's so small, and it was surprising around all of these big guys that he would get rebounds sometimes. I'm like, what? Like, how? He's just fast. I yeah. think is what it is, and he can—he has like a very good vertical. Yeah. Yeah. The, the the how much confidence you must have to be able to step in there in in a game like that with so many like just like legends on the court, yeah, you know, and just sure. be able to 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 hang in there. It's it's very impressive. It uh, was impressive. Yeah. And I thought um, Dame also he has such a smooth game that it's just fun to watch him because he's. He's just like slipping through everybody. He's he's making shots. I thought he had a really good game too, even though they lost. But <laughs> they have no defense. I think that's their that's the problem. Big hang up. Yeah. yeah, they had. Yeah, that was the thing. Like they were especially against big guys like the Lakers. Right. I mean, they just have these giants. That's true. And they they were losing, but like they would get close to to tying up the score. And yeah. And then, yeah, you're right. The defense just wasn't there. They weren't even trying to stop the shots at, like at a certain point. Yeah, Lakers, I think, shot uh, shot like 53% for the game or something like that. They they had, you know, they were, uh, they were just, yeah, they were, they were, they had a lot of unchallenged looks. Uh, it's, and Hassan Whiteside, you feel like is a guy who should be good defensively, yeah. but he's more of just a guy who like, like gets numbers in terms of, of block shots and rebounds versus actually impacting 
the game all that much on the defensive side of the ball. I, I think the, yeah, it's, 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 I really would like Portland to be better. And I think it would be yeah. good for, it would make the West playoffs more interesting when they get, get better. So hopefully they'll, they'll, like I was saying, make a move before, before the deadline. Yeah. Well, we saw that, um, they said that, uh, Nurkic is supposed to be back by March and Zach Collins is supposed to be back by February. Is that right? I don't know. <laughs> they said it on, they put it on the screen. Like those were the predictions. Um, That'd be huge. That would be huge. Who knows if it's going to happen. Right. And also March is late. Right. <laughs> but yeah. you know, it, it, who knows? Um, the last three point shot at the end of the third quarter was by KCP. And it was just like so smooth. Yeah. Also, they're like, I kind of like that LeBron is taking this. Um, you know, he's he's assisting more than he's shooting. Not that I like that, but I ju- he's just so good at these like sneaky passes and stuff. Oh he, yeah. There was a lot of that in this game. Yeah. Little bounce passes and yeah, and the Lakers were fighting harder for the rebounds, and I think that's really a big yeah. part of why they won this game. He it, LeBron's passing is just so. I mean, he's like an all time great as yeah. Yeah. As, a, as a passer, and it's just. I I hope he does take the assist title this year. It would be a, a amazing thing for a guy who's the size of a power four to do at age thirty five. Yeah, <laughs> I love the I love the behind the butt pass. <laughs> you throw it, bounce it. <laughs> it's impressive. Very. We smooth. should practice that. <laughs> yeah, put in the handshake. Um, at one point, AD hurt his shoulder. Um, and. It looked like he was, I think Bazemore like chopped his arm as he was going up. And so maybe that aggravated his shoulder. He stayed in the game though. Yeah. It, I mean, you know, from my bias point of view, it looked like an uncalled foul. And I, uh, that is my big concern as a Laker fan is that the team is so top heavy. And obviously that works in the playoffs. You don't necessarily need depth. You just need to have the best players and the Lakers have you have two of the the top five or six in the league, depending on how you rank them. Yeah. But I just worry that LeBron or AD is going to get injured at yeah. some point, and you know, hopefully not during the playoffs. But they have they have, they're playing, even though they're both at like career lows in minutes. It's mm. just like I just I would like them to be able to get to take some some games off. Yeah. And, yeah. And, it, yeah. and it, that hasn't happened. Why all do that you think LeBron is so against it? Uh, he's like ragging on load management so much, yeah. but it's like. You should break. You should use it because it's a long fucking season. He's done it before too. I mean, he had that stretch with uh, was it with the Heat or was it with I think it was with the Cavs where he just went. He just like took two weeks off basically, and and you know went to Miami for some undisclosed injury and came back and was better. And yeah, he it it does kind of feel like. You know, Lakers have this upcoming home stand after this Mavs game. Maybe, maybe they can get some some rest there. Playing it, playing some some sub five hundred teams. I don't know, but that that's my main concern with this this team is just their their star players getting some rest. Yeah, but then they have. I mean, they have a solid bench too. So right, yeah. like even if that happens, it, it's also you want them because the the team is very listless, rudderless rather without uh, without LeBron. Yeah, and so I kind of want to see them learn to play without LeBron a little bit more, you know, like let's see if they can get someone else who's going to create, uh, create for them uh, when LeBron's out of the games. Cause th- he's not necessarily going to be there for the whole season. It was pretty cute. Um, having LeBron and Melo together and like, Oh, I love it. They like hugged Love'd before the it. game. And I just, I always think about, 
I remember before the draft uh, when both of them were high school students and there was this little documentary with the two of them just like playing around and talking. I think it was just on ESPN or something. And I've seen little clips of it since. And it just feels like Mello has been in LeBron's shadow since they were in high school. Yeah. And they're friends and that's nice, but it must, there must be some tough feelings in there a little bit. I wonder, but I also wonder... Because I feel like around the league, I, I don't know if their peers perceive it that way. Maybe right, they right. do, but I do almost feel like people put LeBron and Melo on kind of the same plane. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it, it is. They've they've had these kind of parallel fates and right. and the, coming into the end of the league together and and both being the face of different franchises and Melo having a little less success and LeBron having a little more. It's 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 been fascinating to watch. I wonder if they are going to end up on a team together before it's all done. That would all be cool. Done. Yeah, like for yeah. one season maybe. I would like that. Bron and Bronny and Melo and Dwayne Wade's son. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing throwing yeah. him in there. Uh, um so the game ends it's 128 to 120. Um the Lakers win. Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, Let's give out some donkeys. Donkeys! So the donkeys are awards we give out for arbitrary categories that we make up on the spot. Um, we got we always give out most points. Has to go to the Lakers. It must. Yeah, I mean, you know... <sighs> There's an uh, there's an argument that you give it to the Blazers, but at the end of the day, the Lakers had more points. <laughs> so I think it's probably got to be them. We got to hear this argument. <laughs> well, I mean, you could just say that, like, depending on how you look at it, maybe they didn't. But I think that it's pretty inarguable. Right. The okay. Lakers just had more. Uh, best dunk. Now, there were a is, lot of dunks. This is the hard one. There was a lot of good dunks. Yeah. Let's see. There was a uh, there was a pretty slick. There's a pretty slick AD to Caruso. Um, you know, AD had a, a, a went the length of the court and then had this dish, but Caruso didn't finish it with a dunk, I believe. Uh, yeah, what was the sickest one of the game? Did you guys have a I nominee? Think, I think Anthony had a really good one. Yeah, but, and good he's one. he's so little. Yeah, and he did a, a big swinging boy. I mean, all of the usual characters had dunks. Dwight had lots of dunks. White I side. Think, I don't think LeBron even had any. Dunks. No, because actually, remember there was one point where I I can't remember if he did a fast break or if someone like did a long pass to him and he went to lay it up. Yes, and then fell on his arm. He was all alone and he he had no lift on his. It looked like he was going to try to dunk it and then he basically couldn't even get to reach the rim. Tried to lay it up and then fell down hard. Mm. And then they kind of called a phantom foul. I think yes. just because they couldn't, you couldn't bear to see the king uh, actually be. <laughs> he looked frail for once. Like you were saying about the groin, it looked like he was like gonna go dunk and was like, oh no 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 no, like yeah, something hurt him or or yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it looked like he bailed on it. Um, so yeah, that would not be my choice for best dunk. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, um, give it to Simons. Yeah, I, mean, I think he deserves it. I mean, he he played hard. He dunked. He dunked he hard. He showed courage <laughs> in the face of adversity. Um, do you have a donkey you'd like to give out, Nick? Uh, yeah, uh, let's see. I would say my category I'd like to give uh, an award for is... Um, uh, I, I'd like to give one for uh, best uh, bench player. 
And I'm going to give it to Jared Dudley, uh, who had 41 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and then later tweeted out in defense of it that he had a role to do, which was to spell AD for a stretch. Actually, I should just find Jared Dudley's tweet because it was pretty good. Um, but <laughs> I, I just thought I had thought like as a team player move, Dudley absolutely contributed. He did what he needed to do. Uh, he didn't complain about it. Um, he just got out there. He gave his 41 seconds. He and was got a cheering for and high fiving like a maniac. And that it counts for a lot. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You got to love Dudley. <laughs> um. I want to give um, bad boy to Kyle Kuzma because mm. he got spanked at some point. <laughs> yeah, he got spanked. Well, he's not that bad because he got spanked, and then now he's trying to he's trying he's to a, impress Papa again. Yeah. Um, okay, I found the tweet. All right the the tweet is by uh, Real Kobe, uh, who I don't think is the real Kobe. Um, <laughs> His uh, hashtag lake, lake show, hashtag ma- Mamba mentality, hashtag Mamba out, hashtag snipe, sh- uh, snipe squad, all in his bio. Oh, wow. His, his uh, Avi is is Kobe. Okay. His uh, header photo is Kobe and Kyrie. So we know where this guy stands. Um, uh, or is it is it LeBron Kyrie? Uh, it's Kyrie and somebody. Uh, and so Dudley is, uh, okay, so real Kobe tweets, why they do my guy, Jarrett Dudley, 619, uh, dirty like that. He just stood in the game for 41 seconds and got a plus minus of minus two LMAO. And Jared Dudley quote tweeted that. That's not dirty. That's my job. Had to get AD out. I'm not prideful for that. I'm here to do whatever the team needs me to do. Aww. Which I think is great. Good what? for him. That is such a like... He's just like, my. I'm a team player. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, I enlarged the header photo. I believe it is Kyrie with Kobe. Wow. Yeah. Of course it's Kobe. Come on. <laughs> you know this guy's talking shit about LeBron and all his other tweets. <laughs> okay. I want to give um, best lips to Damian Lillard. Oh. He does have very kissable lips. Agata at one point said... I think he's a good kisser. And I was like, I think he just has nice lips, <laughs> but he might, he probably is. If we're talking NBA hunks, I mean, he's first team. He's yeah. just such a good looking guy. He's and great. And he's a rapper, which we talked about this. It, I mean, he's got breath control. <laughs> <laughs> he knows what to do with his mouth. He can control his mouth muscles. Yeah. Yeah. That, that all matters. And he's also very smooth on the court. So he's probably not like, uh, gonna like knock your teeth or anything. <laughs> He's going to be more um, graceful than that. I hope so. Uh, hey, Dame, uh, can you let us know your kiss style? Thank you. <laughs> Soul convo fills above my pay grade. <laughs> <laughs> Gabe, do you have any donkeys you'd like to give out? Uh, yeah, I want to give the Night at the Roxbury Award to Nurkic and Zach Collins <laughs> sitting at the sidelines in their suits. Um, they just made me, they just reminded me of those two guys, so... Yeah, that's accurate. Zach Collins is Catan. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's yeah, true. That makes sense. All right, let's see. Doing oh, some calculations. Do you wanna, have one more? Yeah, I okay. want to give um, weirdest old guy to the chair guy. <laughs> I just, he made me so uncomfortable. Not not just the chair thing, but the faces he was making. It would zoom in on him and he would just be like, <laughs> like, it was like, I don't I don't know. It was very odd. It was odd. Yeah. And not really It's inter- probably better in the arena just don't look at the <laughs> jumbotron. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't imagine those eyes looking at me in real life. 
one of the refs was really hoping to get weirdest old guy <laughs> devastated right now. You know, there's always next time. Um, I'm going to give best Papa to LeBron because he was really um, yelling at those refs in support of his team. That's true. He was. So and worst Papa. Papa is always Papa John. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Going on there. Take a hike, Schnatter. <laughs> So okay, wins? so is it Papa John? Uh, <laughs> no, I mean he only got one okay. point, but um, it looks. Wait, hold on. Do some quick calculations. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. <laughs> it looks like a tie between the Lakers and oh the Trailblazers, wow. and and one for Papa John. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, wow. Congratulations to both teams. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Lakers we, won the game. We do saw the trophy in half yeah you just have to share it we break it <laughs> it was a hard-fought contest and you know i think that the each of them having a share of the victory is the right outcome here nice. definitely mm-hmm. i agree all right that was the donkeys our next game we're covering is the portland trailblazers and the miami heat on january 5th so you blazer freaks are getting real uh, double double header here yeah yeah, lucky you. Um, shout out to Nick Bjork, our number one Blazer fan. Um, all right. Wow, more more Blazers, more Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into our mail basket. You got mail. Today we have a voicemail. Hey, Cutie Nation. Uh, this is your loyal listener from Portland, Nick. Speaking Things of good up here wow. Nick Bjork. Really dry oh my God. So far. We're starting to have a burgeoning barbecue scene. But <laughs> when it comes to the Blazers, things have been a little bit tough. As you know, um, we signed Mello, which has been great. It took about an hour of uh, being like, no, we can't sign Mello. And then everyone's completely on board. People got jerseys now. People are starting <laughs> naming their kids Mello. Um, but it's actually been really good. You know, Portland's dealing with a lot of injuries this year. With Nurkic, Zach Collins. But we will be back. There's one thing I also wanted to throw out, which was back in the day, the Blazers used to do this thing with the local radio station where they would create a song and they'd have some like local artists sing it. And then all the Blazers would like sing it too. So we had like bust a bucket or can I get a headband? Is that just in Portland or are there like other teams out there that did that? (laughs) So I'm hoping that some of your listeners can track that down and maybe we could create a compilation of all the great songs. So YouTube, bust a bucket. Uh, you will you will be entertained. I promise you that. Um, and uh, hope to see you guys soon. And get you back up to Portland for a game. All right, take care. Bye. Cute, cute. Thank you, Nick. Um, Were there any what? Lakers songs? I don't remember a specific. Let's, yeah, like like original compositions yeah. for each season. Let's watch this uh, this clip that he mentions. The bust a bucket. These are the players singing or Alright. We get the gist. Yeah, that so was amazing. Rick Adelman coaching that we saw the uh, Jerome Kersey, so that like the nineties era Blazers, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Wow, that how was about cool. That, that, that was, was fun. Very nineties too. Yeah, yeah. I've never heard of anything like this. Um, if you guys know anything, you can you can email it to us at hiadunk.town. Yeah, having just seen that clip, I think it should now be mandatory. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> apparently the um, the Blazers put out a commemorative record, vinyl record, with all of the old Blazers songs. Apparently, they have a bunch of them. So if anyone knows of another team that does, I mean, I, I guess the, you know, there's like the Bears, mm-hmm. but any NBA team that has done something similar, uh, let us know. I'd hope, love to hear about it. I hope that's the record that's attached to the Voyager spacecraft. <laughs> <laughs> they send that into space yeah, yeah. to represent us. <laughs> well, of course, we have the 76ers song. Oh, the 76ers oh, right. song Iconic. is so good. I we, just will randomly sing oh it sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, it really gets stuck in your head. Um, awesome. Cool. Um, if you guys want to send us something, you can always call us on our cutie hotline, 903-420-DUNK. You can email us at hiaduck.town. Um, and we have a mailbox that you can send us stuff now. That's brand new. Our address is 1920 Hillhurst Avenue, number 105, Los Angeles, California, 90027. It's on our website. It's on our Twitter um, if you feel like sending us something, that's the place to do Send it. Send us a handwritten letter, a postcard, whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, only if it's nice stuff. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want any weird stuff. Nick, have you ever got anything weird? Uh, in the mail? You yeah, guys get the PO lots box. of mail, right? We get weird stuff. So Doughboys, we have a P.O. box mm-hmm. and it's a it's a food podcast. Uh, we, we review chain restaurants. And so a lot of times people will just send us food stuffs. But we've gotten things before that are like, like a sealed container with a question mark on it. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to drink whatever this mystery fluid is yeah. that some stranger sent us. It's <laughs> just cum. <Yeah. laughs> I'm going to assume. Yeah. <laughs> um, is there anything you'd like to plug? Yeah. I mean, I want to, I got to shout out uh, the basket chat, uh, uh, high intensity basketball group chat. Um, <laughs> all my friends. So we chat the NBA all day. It drives my wife crazy. Uh, <laughs> shout out Lindsay. Shout out Dan. Shout out Cody. Shout out Owen. Uh, shout out Carl. Shout out Adam. Uh, shout out Payman. Shout out Amir. Shout out Adrian. Shout out Justin. Shout out Jen. Shout out Sarah. <laughs> shout out Nitz. Uh, shout out uh, chat alums, uh, Sender and Amanda and Brittany. Uh, miss you guys. <laughs> Basket chat for life. Oh my God. Uh, and uh, check me out on Twitter at Nick Weiger. Wow. That's great. We finally got a list of everyone that's in the basket <laughs> chat. <laughs> Don't dox these people. <laughs> I mean, we've been uh, just hearing about this bas- basket chat since almost the beginning of this podcast, that's and it true. sounds amazing. Uh, it's both improved and ruined my life. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but it, it's it, it's a real hoot. Nice. Awesome. Uh, thank you so much for coming back yes. on LeBron's birthday. We, we got to have you back on every LeBron's uh, is birthday. Is this an annual tradition? <laughs> yeah, let's make it happen. I think okay. it should... Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, LeBron would be crushed if it, <laughs> if it didn't happen. Yeah. Happy birthday, LeBron. Yeah. HBD, LeBron. Yeah. Love you. <laughs> oh, are we saying goodbye? Oh, um, I was just talking to LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> you tricked me. I was like, uh. <laughs> sorry. Um, thanks. Thanks again to Nick for being here. Thanks to all of you guys for listening. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.